Hey, Kev, it's time to record a new Smodcast. Fuck off. I'm listening to one of the other great shows on the Smodcast Podcast Network. Scott? There's so many to choose from. You damn skibby, there's so many to choose from. I'm on five every week myself, man. Uh, Hollywood Babylon on Monday, Smodcast with you on Tuesday, Jane, Silent Bob, Get Old on Wednesday with Jay Muse, Fat Man on Batman every Thursday, and then I wrap up the week with Edumacation with Andy McElfrish. There's so many to choose from. Hell yeah, son, and those aren't the only podcasts. Those are just the ones I'm involved with. What about the podcasts of Smodco that don't feature me, man, like Tell Em Steve Dave? Last Week on Earth with Ben Glebe. I Sell Comics with Ming and Mike. There's so many to choose from. Hey man, there's also Film School Fridays or NetHeads or Get Up On This, Team Jack. There's so many to choose from. The Breaks, man. Waking from the American Dream. Bagged and Boarded. Phoebe. Soundbite Nation. These are all the shows you could be listening to over at Smodcast.com, Scott. There's so many to choose from. And if audio's not enough for you, man, if you're just like, no, I want the thick dick of video as well, man, we can go to our YouTube channel, which is C-Smod. Or you can watch Comic Book Men, our show on AMC, following The Walking Dead and The Talking Dead every Sunday. Sunday night. There's so many to choose from. That's right, Scott. There are so many to choose from. So get choosing, kids. Go to smodcast.com. Start getting picky, man. Stick these sweet, sweet oral sounds into your ear pussies. There's so many to choose from. You said that already. There's so many to choose from. It's a candle holder, technically, I guess. You put a big, fat candle on top of it. Yeah. I got it from Ashley Furniture. Gotcha. Yeah. They were like, do you want one of these? You're like, sure. Well, when I went into the place, I was like, hey, that looks nice. Yeah. I'll take it. What is it? And they're like, what do you want? I'm like, everything. So I pointed at the couch and the couch and the love seat and these tables. Coffee table rug. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing in here I didn't get at Ashley Furniture is these uh, these coasters, which I got at Crate and Barrel. I had a nice little day. The whole apartment's coming together. Yeah. Although you don't really have a dining room. That's going to be solved very quickly. I've already been looking at dining. Are rooms. you moving? No, I've been looking at dining rooms. Let go of that. Well, I haven't let go of it, but uh, as it stands right now, I'm like, why not just. Just make it a you home. You should see the bedroom, which you will later. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, yeah. We're going <laughs> to fuck. We're um, going to fucking do it. But yeah, and I finally got nightstands and... Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Lamps. Lamps. Yeah, I got lamps. Wow. Uh, ru- carpets. I got a couple of uh, rugs in there. Nice. It's really good. You took down the poster. Which? Oh, yeah. The giant Jennifer Lawrence poster? Yeah. Yeah. I had to... All right. I was like, listen, I got to grow. So it's getting framed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're like, I got, I'm a, oh man, now I have to frame this. <laughs> I gotta frame that. Uh, yeah, so it's all it's all sort of coming together. I went to uh, WonderCon on Friday, and the uh, I'm just pointing at those posters, but it's funny because like the dealer I bought the Jaws poster from three WonderCons ago, he was still there. The guy I bought gotcha. the uh, Ghostbusters poster from at Comic Con last year that that Q had to. Fork over forty dollars for because I was forty dollars short on the poster. Uh, yeah, that guy was there too. It's kind of funny when you go to those cons and you see the same dealers all over the place. 
Like it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like, it's like, summer, it's like what they do for it's a like living. It's like summer camp. It's like, <laughs> oh. hey, you're there. Hey, what's up? Hey, buddy? I haven't seen you oh since last season. You've we grown like, so much. We were in the woods and we fucking showed each other our things. Yes, exactly. That's what we do in the woods. You show each other your penises. Fuck yeah. You ever go, you ever go camping junk with boys? You ever go I'd boy try... camping when you were a kid? Not really. No. No. I, I did. I went to summer camp for like half a day. Wait. <laughs> or a day, sort of. So you went to day camp for a day. It wasn't sleepover? No. I think or did it was. you just not you couldn't make it because you were too big of a pussy? Uh no, it was it was day camp. Yeah. So you went there for the day. And I went there the first day. Uh-huh. And then I was like, I didn't want to go back. <laughs> uh did your did your mother take you or was it like Were you just like, listen, this is not working out for me? So this is what happened. Are we do you think we're John, good? shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm not going back to camp. Yeah, we're fine. It's recording fine. Okay. If you're, I'd just tell everybody listening that if it sounds a little, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to sound a little echoey today, but that's just because I did not have uh, time to go get microphones last night. Guitar Center had closed, and they don't even, they're not even open yet. We you made can... the choice to make it sound more roomy. Like yeah. We're all hanging out we're in, like, li- hey, in Matt's all, living room. Let's all hang out in my living room. We're together. all hanging out in Matt's living room. So this but is now what... we're going to find out about Scott's day camp. So this failure. is what happened at day camp. So my friend Neil. Mm-hmm. He real deal Neil, real deal nickname? Neil. What did you call him? Real deal Neil, my homie, <laughs> my homie? <laughs> full homie. Um, I called him Neil. Uh-huh. I think sure. Yeah. And uh, I don't think I, he had a nickname. I don't remember him <laughs> had a nickname. I don't remember him. I mean, I, I was young. I was like, not that you can't give someone a nickname when you're young. Yeah, you can't. Actually, that's a really good time to do it. Uh, but you so know. Neil's parents both stinky Neil. worked. Stink Neil. Neil stinky. Neil Neil full stink. Um, <laughs> Trying to think, Neil, Neil. Do you remember any attributes of Neil at this point in life? I call him. I called him Neil the Feel because he grabbed my dick. Done, <laughs> Neil the Feel. So you went so, Neil the Feel. So me and Neil. So Neil the Feel. Both his parents worked, right? Yeah. Um, now that I'm giving information, his nickname is not Neil the Feel. He never grabbed. Yeah, me. Neil never did it. But uh, it was funny. His father. So this is in Vancouver. His father, my buddy Neil. His dad was an actor. Not all the time, but he lived in. So they live in Vancouver, and he played Gorbachev. He, he was like for that period of time, he became like the Gorbachev go-to guy. So is he, he in Hot Shots? No, he's the opening of Airplane. You're thinking about the opening of Airplane. Yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. Airplane? No, 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 not Airplane. No. Naked a, Gun. Naked Gun. Naked and Gun. I, naked yeah. Gun one or two yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. The one yeah. where they're all in like a terror. Like it's him and the. Ayatollah. Yeah. Is it? Uh, yeah, it's the Ayatollah, and then uh, he Leslie rubs, Nielsen kills the Ayatollah. Yeah, and then yeah. he rubs the mark off, and he's like, yeah. I knew it. So yeah. that was him, and in Rocky Four, <laughs> which was shot in Vancouver. Oh, they needed a... They needed Remember a at the end, the, he goes to Russia, which is Canada. Yeah. He's sure. Vancouver. Yeah. They went to Vancouver, and he played Gore, and all he really did was stand up and wave or whatever. So that was my friend Neil's dad, but they both his parents worked, and so he kind of was like, it was summer, and he, you know, his parents were both at work, so he had to go to daycare. Heads up, everybody, I live very close to a fire station, so that's what you're hearing. Um, my mom, I didn't have to. That was the thing. So he had to go because there was no one home to watch it. Exactly. Okay, and you're like, I'm going to be a good friend. Yeah, I was like, I'll go hang out with fucking Neil. Yeah. Neil the feel, not, Neil, the not feel. Neil, not really the feel. <laughs> yeah, Neil, not really the feel, but for the purposes of the 
podcast, so there's flavor. <laughs> Obviously, what you were trying to do is like add some flavor. Yeah, I'm just trying like to flavored spruce water. It up. Spruce it up. I'm drinking water. Yeah, you are. I'm Matt's drinking, drinking flavor. flavored water. I'm drinking. Uh, if they'll send me some, I'm drinking Propel, the fitness water. Propel you to a new height of fitness. Grape. It's by Gatorade. It's from the makers of Gatorade. Yeah, it's fucking Gatorade. I got water, uh, basically. Uh, I got a case of this at Costco the other day. Nice. Yeah. Back to Neil and you at day camp. So I didn't have to go. So then we get there, and I don't know how the age groups are broken up, right? So well, you go, you age one year at a time. So I don't understand aging. So I, <laughs> I just turned fifteen, <laughs> but I felt like it, I, I just, just got a pubic hair. <laughs> Um, oh boy, Scott! We should talk about that. Yeah. Um, I'll show it to you. Oh great, great! I'll look at it again. <laughs> like, look at it now. <laughs> no, Scott, I've seen it. I've seen it. So, so I thought. So the idea behind it was pretty much like, oh, we'll go and we'll be together, yeah. and it'll be great. It'll be the best summer ever. Sounds great. Good friend Neil. For whatever reason, whether it was like his birthday was in December or whatever the hell happened. He, we did not end up in the same group. Oh, no. So suddenly it's like, I'm going to go there for a whole summer and not be with Neil the Feel. And bullshit. And basically hang out with these guys. And it was like, I just remember we were walking through the woods and like, I don't know. It seemed to me like I was in a group with like older kids, and one of the kids in front of me kept bending these like sticks back and like smacking me with this. Oh. That and I was sucked. like, ah, oh, fuck. And and then I just was like, oh, fuck it, I'm not going to go. I went to camp. I was a quitter. I quit. I, I wanted to quit camp once. I got so homesick the first time I had to go without my father. Oh, really? I got so... I would. I went to this camp in New Hampshire called Camp Watutka. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, yeah, obviously, you camp know, Watutka. Native I mean, Americans. Come on, it's all, it's, it was a Boy Scout camp. Yeah. Uh, Were you a Boy Scout? I was a Boy Scout, yeah. For a long I was time. not. It was long. I don't long. even know they had them in Canada. They must have, right? That's a very Boy American institution. I don't know. I, we could look it up here. Here's your phone. Um, but yeah, I went to I went to summer camp up there, and first couple of years I went, my dad was the scoutmaster, so he would go. Uh, you know, he'd go uh, camp with us. You know. Okay. And then one year, I, the I forget what the trip was. Whatever the trip was, it was decided that the the troop summer trip. My parents were like, "You're not going to go to that. You're gonna you you don't have to go to that. Instead, we're going to send you to Camp Watutka for two weeks by yourself. Go Provo. So you go provisional. So you end up in this in a camp with no one else that's in your troop." So you just end up in a camp with a bunch of strangers, and uh, and you're then you have to stick it out. And uh, I just I hated it. I got so homesick. That phone is fucking up the uh, audio. I'm gonna throw that over there. Um, there is a there is a Scouts Canada. Great, but I didn't go. Good to so, know. Yeah, I got so homesick that I would like. I just remember me being down at the down at the trading post, which had a payphone. Yeah, just crying. To my dad. I must have been... I don't want to be yeah. I was like 10 or 11. I don't even remember how old it was. Too old to be doing that is the point. Too old to be doing that. So and it was like all the kids are Yeah, it was like Tuesday like, or Wednesday or something like that. I was just homesick. How's your old man, pussy? Yeah. Uh, long story short, my dad came up and stayed the rest of the week. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, like, call that a work and then came up and stayed. I was like, I remember it running through my head. My dad didn't really care. I don't think so. I don't know if he was just like, like sitting laying in bed at night going like, the boy is a, the boy is not a man. The boy's not right. <laughs> yeah. What is your mom's name? Carol. Carol. That's a great name for a mom. Carol. The boy's not right, Carol. Carol, that boy is not going to be a man. John, give it a rest. Every I, night we have this conversation. I guess I could. I guess you could say that I was like, I looked at it and I was like, so you can look at it one of two ways. One, you could look at it as that, like, I looked at a situation where I was like, I could have made the best of it. Yeah. I think, I think that I had no reason to. Is why I was like, "Fuck it!" Like, because so, you, could I didn't even go, go back the next day. I had no. It wasn't like I don't even think I went two days. Maybe I went two days. I, I definitely was like not into it. Yeah, you know. What, was, what, what kind of activities were you doing there? Did they I, have you I, I just remember like hiking and stuff like that, and it was raining. They get to shoot. Did they get to like. Did they get to like? I don't remember. Do you shoot anything? No guns? I mean, I was there like two days. Well, you maybe missed out on It was on supposed the to be part. a month or There's whatever no it was. God. I can't even remember if like... And then the thing I don't remember is I wonder if my friend quit and then he just came over to my house. Oh. Which I was like... Neil, nicely done. Which which I was like... Or maybe for part of the time that happened. But on one level, I was like, well, why don't we just... I'm like, why did we... Why, like we, we, why do we need camp. these other people? Did you waste like your parents' <laughs> money just to send you to this camp? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I like camping. I want to I wanna, I wanna try to sort of get back into it. Because I went to REI yesterday. I went to REI on s- Friday. Oh, yeah? Santa Monica? Yeah, because I got back from Santa Fe, and then Alex and I are just getting some stuff because we're going to Chile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a few, in like a week and a half. You guys are doing it. Oh, oh my yeah. God. we got to get another fee bid before we leave, but we're not going to promise anything because we can never follow through. That's Sometimes really what I've learned. That's really what I've if learned. We, if, we, if, we, if, if we say we're going to do it, we won't do it. Okay. So we'll just let it float in the we'll air. We'll see what happens. See if we can I'm leaving it. May 9th. All right. And you return when? On May 20th. Oh, boy. That's 11 days yeah. of, of, of Chilean sea bass. Mostly we're, that's all they serve. Mostly there, right? we're up in the desert. That's all they serve. You can Chilean only eat. Yeah, yeah. That's all they <laughs> Mostly we're up in this, uh, the, uh, this desert Mm-hmm. In northern Chile. Well, I went because I'm looking for a bicycle. Uh huh. You know, I got a, actually a roof rack right there for the uh, for the Volvo in that box. I gotcha. I put that on eventually. Really bought the rack before I bought the bicycle. I thought that'd be the best way to do it. You're just like, I just want to make sure. Well, how am I going to get the bike home? It's true, right? Well, you could buy them at the same time. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm not I'm not thinking that far ahead. Uh, so I went looking for bicycles at REI. And while I was there, I just sort of, I reminisced about how great I had uh, camping. I miss camping stoves. I miss mm-hmm. hiking. It's I miss, all changed. Uh, it's all, yeah. It's all different. Technology is different now. The camp stoves are completely different. Ugh, it's hiking not, it's is. It's not like, it's not like it used to be. Like, I feel like you could get, you could cook more things now. You could definitely cook more things now. But it depends what kind of camping you're doing. Like, when we were growing up, we were like, we would, um, we didn't do it all the time, but there was a period where it's like it felt like every summer was like a we rented a Winnebago and like drove around. Nice, and you know, and then you can sort of bring a cast iron skillet and kind of cook. And we had like a uh, we had a we had a let me put this at an angle where we're both uh, uh, there. We go. 
we had a. Uh, sorry for this microphone noise, everybody. It's over. Um, we had a camper, one of those pop-up campers, like a Jayco. Yeah, we had a Westphalia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a Jayco, and we take it to like Jellystone National Park. <laughs> it was that? like Jellystone. It was like this campground. That was like, it was like this campground of America campground that was like done up like it was Jellystone. So like it was all Yogi the Bear themed. Gotcha. Uh, you know, it was fun. I don't we know where fucking, it is. I feel like we it's were in Pennsylvania. More hardcore than that. Well, I mean, listen, we did what we had to do. One time we went up to Maine. We were camping in Maine, and my dad got stung by a bee. And, and he's allergic. And that's when we found out my dad's really allergic to bees. Whoa. <laughs> had to get him to the hospital. Swelled up like crazy. Oh, shit. It was insane. We, I, I remember we took two trips. One was up in the northwest, but then we, when we were living in Upland out here, we drove to the Grand Canyon. And How far away is Upland from here? It's not far. It's like... If you hop on the 10, you're there in like 25 minutes or so. The 10, you can't hop on the 10. The 10's just full of bullshit traffic. It's true, but that's the way to get there. It's right up. It's like the 10 cuts it right in half. Like it took it me right two hours there. to get to Anaheim on Friday. I just I can't do it. I, I, I can't take traffic. I, I didn't even. I, I was so angry. My mind's. It's weird, and then like I was in Santa Fe, and you just get, you know, you're somewhere where there's like hardly any traffic. So you're in Santa Fe. I went to Santa Fe this week. Yep. Um, to screen Milius for a little bearded gentleman for at the at, at the Jean Cocteau Cinema mm-hmm. in Santa Fe, which is owned by George R. R. Martin. What? What? I can't believe it. So Zach and I, one of the directors, went out, and I was just like, "Get out of LA for a few days." Yeah, sure. We went up there, did Q and As. We got to meet him, which yeah. is like, I was excited about. Really got nice guy, super fun. You'll take almost any opportunity to get out of LA. Pretty much, yeah. If you're just like, "Hey, we're opening a fucking box." <laughs> <laughs> Scott, I'm opening a box in uh, Tucson. You coming out? I would go. Yeah. I'm like, I would go. <laughs> I'm not, it doesn't take much to make me want to get out of LA. But I will say that, like, yeah. being able to, meeting with George R. R. Martin, yeah. and just going to have, like, a, you know, like a dinner, just yeah. a casual dinner. Where'd you, where'd you go? It was incentive. Where'd you go? We went to, um, we went to this Mexican place by the, the theater. Oh, okay. How was the food? It was good. Yeah, it was good. Was it like his favorite place, or was it just? Like... I think it was like a good place near the theater. Yeah, we okay. went to Maria's, Zach and I, which is like kind of the one, the 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 place that the one that everybody recommends, like the Mexican Maria's. Pl- Maria's. Okay, we went there, and then um, so he had a good some good Southwest cuisine. It was good. Yeah, it was good times. Good times. Good I times went to this. I went to this restaurant in New York last week called Frankie's. Uh huh. You ever been? No. Oh my god! Where is it? Uh, there's one in Brooklyn, uh, and there's one in Manhattan. Uh, the one in Brooklyn is in um, oh god, I'm trying to think of a neighborhood in Brooklyn that begins with a C. Uh, um, cool Town. Yeah, it was Cool Town, Brooklyn. Cool Town, Brooklyn. Uh, no, it's called. Hang on. The food, however, the food uh, was amazing. It was some of the best food I've ever had in my life. It was... What kind of food is it? Oh, it's Italian, Scott. I'm, oh. looking, I'm looking at the location of Frankie's uh, right now, and then I'm going to talk about it. Uh, uh, Frankie's Spuntino. Capitol Hill? 
It's in, uh, there's two. One is, uh, 457 Brooklyn, New York in, um, 457 is their address. Somehow can't figure out where exactly it is. The point is, it is amazing. The, uh, the food, so here's the thing. We ordered this mushroom, um, crostini. Like, I'm like, okay, sure, yeah, I'll get a mushroom crostini. Yeah. Sounds like a thing that we could order, sure. You're fine with it. Yeah, it comes out, little, little tiny guy. Yeah. Cut it in half. She gets half, I get the other half. I bite into it. Scott. Mushroom flavor explosion. It was so fucking good that I immediately, like, before I was done chewing, flagged down the waiter to order another one of those things. It was so good. They have this, uh, then we got their, uh, uh, spicy sausage cavatelli, Mm -hmm. which was unbelievably good. It was like the best pasta dish I've ever had in my life. It was so good. Like, it was so buttery. But the the sausage was really spicy, like a good kind of kick to the sausage. Meat? Yeah, it was really good. And then we had the uh, their meatballs. Their meatballs are okay. All right, so you're saying- guys, listen. Maybe you put a little more salt in your meatballs. That's all I'm saying. Meatballs were okay, but that mushroom crostini and that uh, sausage cavatelli, fucking phenomenal. Yeah, and I got the. Uh, they had like a ricotta potato gnocchi. I mean, of course, it was potatoes gnocchi. Yeah. Um, that was really good. Nice. But the sausage cavatelli was out of this world. Yes. And uh, we have the cookbook, and uh, I'm going to try to do it. Oh. I'm going to try to do it from scratch. Yeah. I'm going to try to cook the pasta from scratch. Pasta is not that hard. Well, I mean, I need a stand mixer. Maybe the Vitamix can do it. Can the Vitamix do it? Yeah, I wouldn't do it in the Vitamix. Okay, fair enough. You wouldn't do it in that. I also got a Vitamix listener. You need something with like a... I mean, I just do... If you really want to do it, you can just do it by hand. Well, it just blew my mind right now. I mean, I've done it once. Um, I've done it a few times. I have done it in a, in a mixer, but if you want to do it by hand, you basically... The way I've done it by hand is you take all... You, get, you know, you got to get the right flour... You take the flour. You sound a lot better leaning in like this. You take the flour uh-huh. and you basically on a like a big board or whatever, and you build like a like almost Carol Gardens. Carol Gardens, great. Okay, go ahead. Um, you build like a. You take the flour and you build like a. You put it you, in a pile. You build a moat like a wall. And then you build like a, a defense yeah, wall around, yeah. and then you crack. Then you put eggs. I mean, all the recipes are different. Some are like, you know. Four yolks and and more white or more or just yolks and no whites or I think it's most it's like it's it's more yolks and then a little bit of whites but you don't want a lot of the whites but there's all different ones milk water whatever you pour it in there and then basically this is a long one you're almost taking your finger and you're you just start spinning it around mm-hmm. and basically the flour just slowly starts to fall in fall in and you just keep spinning and then it'll just slowly and then at a certain point you put it all together and then you just knead the shit out of it you gotta knead it a lot yeah you will sweat if you wanna get cause it's supposed to be like the once you get the pasta done the consistency should be push your finger into it mm-hmm. and the, it'll expand back out whoa that's when you know that your pasta's ready and then but that takes a you gotta so while well, well, you gotta knead the hell out of it this is something you've done in the past yeah, I've done it a few times. It's a, it, and then you need like a, 
It depends if you want to make. So if you just want to do like, you can, well, you, you can roll it. You know, yeah. You can just roll it out and then cut it. Yeah. Which I don't mind. But if you want to, um, if you have a Cuisinart, I have a Cuisinart with the bowl. I see. And there's these pasta attachments that you can put in the front of it. Uh, okay. And then you can, and the attachments are like, you can roll it out uh, into sheets and then you can, and then you can switch the attachment and put on like a fettuccine or spaghetti or something like that. I've done it, it a few times. It sounds amazing, like to do it on your own. Just like I feel like you do it, and it's like, is it? Do you find it rewarding? Because I feel like I'd get sad after I ate it. Uh, I, I'd be like, oh, I put in all that work, and I just ate it. Uh, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm always happier, and I actually like to me. It's hard. I, I'm finding it harder and harder to eat, um, like hard pasta. What does that mean? Hard pasta. Oh, like, you like mean like pre-bought? Pre-bought, yeah. Uh, I find it harder. I'm going to show you a picture of this okay. dish. And you can take a look and see what you think. Look at that. It's so good. Right? Yeah. I like pasta. So I'm going to... If you've... Uh, um, you guys should go to... It's a little bit of a scene, but Bestia downtown is is pretty good. Yeah, I've heard about. And Bestia. they have some good. But the other place that a bunch of people have told me to go is called Factory Kitchen, which is downtown, and it's Italian. And I hear it's really good, but you, I haven't been. Yet. Have you been to Italian? No. Italian, which is down towards, uh, it's like down to one ten. It's this guy who wanted to open a uh, cheese factory, so. The whole back like of a the, cheesecake factory, no, like a cheese, like a oh, like to an make actual cheese. to make cheese, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the whole back of it is where the cheese is made there, yeah. Because this guy, this Italian guy, who wanted to do this, and then like some like like zoning thing or health code thing, like he couldn't just make cheese there, so he's like, fine, I'll just open a restaurant. So the front part of it is a restaurant, um, and all the pasta is handmade. The pizza is incredible. It's all it's and you've been there, great. Yeah, it's great. I've been there a few times. Right on. Highly recommended. It's called Italian. All right. I went to Italy too when I was in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's that? It's the uh, it's Mario Batali's like Italian marketplace sort of uh, okay. thing. You yeah, know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, where yeah. you can go buy. There's like a yeah. cheese. And yeah, the- you can go buy all the things. The co- I had so many of their coffees. Oh, do I love a good coffee? Me too. And they make a good coffee over there. That's what I'll say about it. They make a good coffee. Now I'm hungry. We're, we 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 went to the other place I went to eat. A friend of mine called and was like, I got a reservation at uh, Orsa and Winston, which is uh, the guy who has Baco or Baked Baco, Baco Mercat. Mercat yeah. And um, Bar Alma. Mm-hmm. Bar Alma. Yeah. He has a new place, like a prefix menu. And it was pretty damn good. There was some pretty damn... There's a lot of those popping up right now, those prefix sort of like 16 seaters. Yeah. How many, how many seats were there in there? Uh, I would say it was more. That was more like twenty five yeah. or something like that. And you can do. It was good though. There's like there's. I would say we we you could do the eight or the five. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: if you do the five, they still give you a couple of like amuse bouche. Like they yeah, give yeah, you yeah. some extra stuff. Have you eight's too much? Have you been, I wouldn't have lasted through eight. Have but you, I, I really liked it. Have you been to the the Tasting Kitchen in Venice? No. 
That's that's really good. We got. Oh, I have been. There. Yeah, it's. I have been there. I, well, I haven't been there in a while, but I have been. We there. got a three course, which was yeah. uh, more than enough. Have you been to Jelena? No, Jelena is really good. Jelena is really good. The other place I went. What the fuck? I was just Why about we... even when I was in Portland because I went to Port. I think I'm I've been to Portland Por- in a couple times. Go ahead, talk. I think I went to Portland. Uh, we haven't talked since then. There's an Italian place there called Ava Jeans mm-hmm. that was really good. Really? That was, I really liked that. There's a couple, there's there's another Italian place I haven't been to called Nostromo. I'll be in Portland at the end of May. So I'm going to write this down and I'm going to go. I'll give you a few places to go. Good, 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 good. Taking the train down from Seattle. Nice. Or up. Down. 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 You're going down. down. Yeah. You're going down. Well, it depends on which way you look at the world. It depends. You know? You're out there orbiting. Maybe you're like you don't want to be. You don't want to be. Circle. You don't want to be held into. Yeah, I don't need to be. You don't. Need, you can't be held in orbit. Directions. Aren't, you're like a fucking. You're meaningless. You're, to me. you're bigger than the universe. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah. We have feed questions. We Is have, that what's happening? We have Is that feed questions. Uh, Scott uh, and I tweeted about the fact that well, Scott tweeted that we are uh, recording a feed right now, and we asked oh, uh, boy. our friendly listeners to to ask us a question. And uh, right up top, I'm going with the first question I see. This is from Mark Hills. Mark L. Hills on the tweets, at Mark L. Hills. Scott, what are you working on now? Good question. He's got, yeah, he's, yeah. got, he's got three questions. So, Scott, what are you working on right now? Oh. Uh, I am not really working on anything. <laughs> That's a good answer, Scott. I'm working on figuring out what to work on. Great. Uh, Matt, how much weight have you lost? Do you mean in general or since I've started this podcast? Uh, Mark, the answer to that question, uh, I'll go since, since, uh, starting training with our, our trainer, Tom, I've lost, uh, 80 pounds. Nice. So that's pretty cool. And both, this is a question of both of us. What's the best TV series you've seen? I, what would I say? What's the best overall? Best overall television series you've seen? For my money. Yes. I, I, it was a quick answer. It jumped into my head very quickly. The UK office. Oh. That is very... Because it, it is so self-contained. It is its own thing. It's 13 episodes in the special. And you, it's, full, it's a full character arc, full story. And it's fucking hilarious. Wow. See, that's what it becomes hard to do because I mean, like I, I am a big fan of Breaking Bad, but yeah. what that does is so completely different. Yeah, that's like, true. What I like, you know, The Office to me is like probably one of the best, I guess, comedy. Yeah, like the best, probably the best comedy series. I would probably vote for yeah. for The Office because it was, it was like. Because it just it was bittersweet and like yeah. it was it was by far to me the best comedy series that I can think of. I can't think of another comedy series and the I most was, like and the most like real in a way. It was real yeah. and it was like painful and awkward and and like the, um, I, I I definitely was a, a big Breaking Bad fan though. I, I think that there was some the last season to me was it sort of the first half. I think I didn't really. I kind of wasn't really that yeah. into it. I still um, haven't watched it. But I, I, that was definitely a television show that I really liked. Well, that's your answer. That's good. That's, that's good. Good, my good answer. answers. Uh, let's see. We got a question from uh, Adam Renninger, who goes by at K 
Capen Smite, C A P N S M I T E. Better return from the grave: Jesus, Superman, or comic book movies after Batman and Robin? I think the best return from the grave because it's Easter oh, is obviously Superman. Oh, after back, he got killed into four by people, and then yeah, the whole bullshit thing. I gotta say that. Um, oh boy, that's tough. I kind of am, uh, you know, I don't believe in any of them. Bob Cundas, B C U N D A S on Twitter. Sup, Roz. How's it hanging? Left or right? Probably left for me. I don't know if I have a dominant. Dominant side. Dominant side. Uh, I fucking hang straight up the middle. Oh, uh, this is a good question. The fucking arrow. This is a question from Chase. To your heart. Chase asks us. This is a his. He's got a good. He's got a good Twitter to handle too. It's Afro Skywalker. Nice. It's a pretty good name. Uh, he asks, "What is your favorite cereal to eat dry?" Huh. Good question. It's a really good question. I'm gonna lean in for this. This is a really good question, and uh, I'll tell you why. You are some gonna cereal, knock us out of the park. Some cereal. Is best with milk. Other cereal is meant to be eaten dry. And my follow-up to this is the best cereal to eat dry is Honey Nut Cheerios. You're welcome. Yes, that's my watch winder. You're <laughs> hearing like, ticking in the background. I was like, what the hell is this? It's like, keeping my watches wound. It looks like wound. a display at a store. Well, it's keeping them wound. So, like, if I go to grab one, it's always telling me the correct time. That's weird. Why is that weird? I don't know. Sometimes they don't wear it, you know? I mean, the... Uh, but it's like winding them all the way around. Why don't you just take it Because there's a counterweight. It? It's, not, it's not a windy watch. This is a windy guy. This one, you do this. Yeah, yeah. But those are automatics, so they just run off of wrist movement because there's a counterweight in them that winds it. All right. So that's what that is back there. I'm just saying it's a little weird. Actually, Here. if you could... Could you reach it and turn it off? It's the switches in the back. Yeah, thank you. You just don't want. Um, I don't. I, I hate to be. I hate to ruin a great question. Cheerios. Was your I don't really eat. I haven't eaten. I eat oatmeal. Yeah. Like steel cut oatmeal in the morning, but that's about it. I mean, I don't know. I was a big cereal guy. Sorry, man. Like, hey, you know what? Fuck you. I don't have to apologize. All right. I don't know. A cereal person. Uh, Jerry McMillan uh, at Jerry at Jerwayneger J E R R W A Y N E J R Jerry Wayne Jr. I'm guessing. I don't know. Uh, at Smosher at Mike Mara. How does one approach the removal of a stick figure family member after death or divorce? <laughs> so, he's, I think he's referring to on the back of minivans sometimes. You see the family represented by stick oh, figures. Oh, how do you how do you do that? A razor blade. It's true. I mean, divorce especially. Divorce, I've seen them with the heads removed. Oh, that's not very nice. And like, you know, this and everything. But that creates a... That doesn't create a good message. Um, I guess I would say, here's here's what I would say: mm-hmm. never buy one of those bumper stickers because then you just don't have to make that decision. 
And technically, why should you advertise how many people are in the car at any given moment? Why do you well, want I to give? You just want to let people know how successful you are at procreation. Yeah, but like, they, isn't that why there's windows? Yeah, well, yeah, but like, if I'm in the, if I'm, if I've parked and now I'm inside of my, oh, you want to constantly be, less, you want, want people to know, constantly be. I'm not in this rock advertising the fact myself. that you have three yeah, kids. Exactly. All right. Uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin, I'm not gonna answer your question. Uh, is that his handle? Alex, Alex, I can't even come close to pronouncing your last name. Tricasky, I'm gonna go for it's at T C H E R K A S S K Y. Professionally, what haven't you done yet that you'd like to do? That's a good. That's a good uh, question. Professionally, professionally, what haven't we done that we'd like to do? Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Hmm. I think I'd like to. I think I'd like to just get a movie done, made. And what as a writer? As a writer, writer, yeah. But just just get it made. I don't care. If I don't have to do anything with it except write it. In my mind. So technically you just want to write a movie and then have someone make it. Have it get made, yeah. Have it get made the way you want it? Yeah, have it get made. Have it get have it get made the way that it will make the most money. And what if they're Okay. Listening. What what is what's your what ifs, Scott? Well what if that so but how did but it, but technically nobody knows that. Yeah. Right. Technically, somebody could sit there oh, yeah, and say, no somebody could sit at the yeah, table no and be knows. like, listen, Matt, this is how it's going to yeah. make a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, we yeah. got to take out all the, all the racial humor and all the, but that's some of the all stuff your that I anger. Like the most. We got to take out all your anger, anger and your sexism. Why are you doing this? Guys, why don't you get someone else to write the script then? Because we wanted to make money. Yeah, but it's obviously don't you, not. You said on feed number 31 that you wanted to make a ton of money or 32. But if you can't, I'm 30. I can't, I can't be very well expected to sit here and let you take off. Your voice. Is not going humor. to make you any money. No, no. So that's yeah, I guess, I but guess I'm asking you the question: yeah. is like, is my my thing is like, if you could do anything, yeah, wouldn't you rather do something where you are able to preserve, yeah, keep it sort the of the tone of, of yeah. what it is you're making? I don't As know. Opposed to hand it off, and then somebody's just like, it's a good question. We don't need this. Do I trust myself that much? I don't know. What do you mean? Like to be like. You know, because sometimes after you write something for so long or you're sitting with it for so long, you sort of no longer can objectively look at it. Do you know what I mean? Yes and no. I so mean, I feel like if someone else were to step in and be like, well, this, 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 I'll be like, okay, all right. Yeah, sure. It makes sense. But that's, but that, but that would be, but if you have the, the, to me, it's like, but you, you at least, pres- you will at least keep the intention. Yeah. Like you understand the intention of what you're trying to do. And if you write it and then you give it to people and people are like, well, what is it about for you? And you're like, oh. Mm. Then it's like, well, then you're not really communicating. Then what did you write? I wrote the story of my life, Scott. You wrote the story of your life. And then people came in and they're like, we don't like it. I'll be like, well, I didn't enjoy <laughs> this it. This camp story is I didn't enjoy it shitty. either. I'm sorry. I cried a lot. My dad was gone and I wanted my dad. Nobody wants to watch. You know, what we're gonna rename this. We're gonna call it Cry Baby. <laughs> um, all I'm saying is, if you have the choice to do whatever you want, wouldn't you want it to be, or do you not, or does that part not interest you? Do you just want to write? Well, in your mind, when you say 
you know, control sort of the outcome of it, what position, what position would that person be in? Cause he, cause you know, the director doesn't, I mean, the studio can fuck up the movie. Everyone can fuck up the movie along the way. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But so, you could put yourself in a position to try to, to, to fight some of it. If okay. you, if professionally, you... I would like to own Fox. Okay. Done. You're done. The thing done. that you haven't done is own like Fox. Do is own Fox. And then just do what the fuck I want to do with it. Right on. Has anybody ever like owned a studio and just made a movie that they wanted to make? I mean, technically, they all sort of do. Yeah. I mean, they all have pet projects. I mean, usually what happens is like whoever the head of the studio is has a pet project, and then and then they get fired, and the pet project gets. And then the first thing the new person yeah, can get rid of the does is come in and basically destroy the pet project. Just out of spite, you think? Um. Or just because they think. Well, I mean, part of it is like if some. Uh, this is where somebody might. Like, if I was. If somebody put you in charge to take over and you looked at all the projects, you're like, okay, well, I look at this pet project and then I'm going to go make it. And if it doesn't do well, then I'm going to get my ass handed to me for something that I. That isn't me. Yeah. Like if I went to a studio, I'd be like, I, w- I mean, if the pet project that the person had I really liked, I would do it. But I would want to be held accountable for my. For 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 what I thought would be a good movie, as opposed to like following through on what other people thought would be a good movie that I disagreed with. Yeah. Well, listen, that's a great, it's a great point. So is that is that your answer? No. Do you want to be no? No, I, I would never want to run a studio. What do you want to do? What do I want to do professionally? What do you want to do? You want to be a chef? Want to be a professional chef? Is that what the question is? I mean, it's professionally. I mean, it's, what do you want to do professionally? What do I want to do professionally? What, you, what do you want to do that you haven't done professionally? I'm, I'm assuming he, he's gearing he's, it he's towards our field. inside the business. He's but you're, you're broadening the but question. I'm, I'm now broadening it to you because I know you, Scott, and I think your answer is uh, nothing. I think you'd like to just grow plants well, that technically and walk is dogs. Something. Is there something I want to do in the business? Yeah. I don't know. Like my thing is like I don't have. I tend to be a little more um, uh, spontaneous. I yeah. guess it's like I don't really have a grand plan. Is that what your dating profile would say? Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a plan. <laughs> 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 I like to be spontaneous. I don't really have a plan. I don't even know if I like to be spontaneous. There was this- I just find with my career, it's like, I think especially if you look in the last few years, it's like, it's a little all over the map. Yeah. And it's like, obviously, I'm just sort of rolling with what sort of occurs to me. There was this- I mean, there's stuff where it's like, would I, would I like to direct? Yes, but I wouldn't just like to do it for the sake of doing right. it. Right, you don't that want to just really do like, like me. A- yeah. Whatever. Like, yeah. I don't want to just be like, I did it. And yeah. be like, all right, well. I mean, been around it enough. It's like just to do it doesn't really mean anything to me. The um, I'm trying to figure it out. Okay, this is fucking not. I don't know if this is the time. Big question. Uh, But the what I was going to tell you was the speaking of your dating profile. I was looking at my friend, uh, my friend uh, Allie. She's 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 on the you get the the Tinder. You know, you familiar with Tinder. I know what it is. I'm, obviously, I'm not on it. Uh, those of you listening, if you don't know, Tinder is like a dating app. So what you do with it is you download it, and then you create a profile. It pulls off of Facebook, and then you can make your profile whatever you want. And then you sort of um, – you just sort of tell – what happens is it comes up with a bunch of profiles. So you see a profile, and you can swipe it to the left 
or the right. The left means you don't like this person or you're not into the idea of dating this person or whatever. And the right means that you like uh, this person. And if that person likes you as well, this is all blind. You don't know if they're going to like you or not like you. Then you will match with them and then they can send you messages. You can send messages back and forth. Um, some people it works out great for. Some people it doesn't work out so much. Some people it's just really entertaining. So <laughs> this, my friend Allie, she's got like 160 like messages just sitting on her. Just people going she, like, yeah. what up, baby? Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. And one of them that she showed me, it will never leave my head. Uh, it was this guy. It was this guy. They had started a conversation. She, He had asked her what she did. And she was like, oh, I'm, you know, I do this. Should I get the show on the Food Network, uh, Cooking Channel, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, so what do you do? And she, his answer was, me, I'm an actor slash comedian. But right now, I'm just, I'm slinging drinks just to keep a roof over my head. And you like that. <laughs> just the idea that he wouldn't just say I'm a bartender. Like, that he would say, he's like 42 years old, and this guy's saying, like, I'm an actor slash comedian. That's what I do. Like, that's what I am. But what I do for right now to keep a roof over my head with probably three roommates... <laughs> Is sling drinks. And what you're saying... Even the phrase, sling drinks. It bugs the shit out of you. That whole... Everything about that gentleman bugged the shit out of me. Like, I I was like, what is wrong with you? You have to... I I blocked him. You blocked him on her behalf? On her behalf. You're like, I won't I'm blocking this. I can't can't have this in your life. And they had been going back and forth? A little bit, yeah. But after that message, she had stopped talking. And that was like three weeks before. But then I saw the message and I was like, what is... So then the question to me to ask her would have been like, what if he's just like, oh, bartender? Wouldn't you respect that more? I would. And I'm sure Allie would, too. Like, if he was just like, uh, you know, I'm a bartender. We can get her perspective on this. You want me to call her? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Put her on speaker. I'm going to call her right now. I'm curious. Because uh, she's allowed to also just be like, I yeah. don't care. Allie has a great podcast. She's on uh, the Feral uh, Network called Sleepover with Allie in Georgia. Uh, everybody should listen to that. I did a really good uh, episode of that. Uh, let me actually. I'm going to text her. I'm not going to blind call her. Would you? Would you rather face from Dave Bunch, Bunch Dave D, D Bunch? Would you rather face an army of fire ants or swarm of wasps? Fire ants or swarm of wasps? I think swarm of wasps, right? Because fire ants. I feel like fire ants are more irritating than the pain of a swarm of wasps. Am I wrong? I mean, I don't have any. I think I've I, I've been bit by an ant and I've been stung by a wasp. They both hurt. You've been bit. Where were you bit by an ant? On the foot. Was it like? Were you out? Like it was when I was a kid. Oh, uh, okay. In Upland, I don't want you out there anymore. What? Don't go to Upland. Don't go to Upland. No, it's <laughs> dangerous. dangerous. I would. I guess I would go. Maybe I would go. Well, here's the thing: fire ants, right? They're down at your feet. All if right. they attack your feet. Then you fall, and then it's really bad. Wasps, they can get in your head and stuff and freak me out. All right. All right. Interruption. We're going to – actually, I'm going to – we'll ask Allie, too. She's she's way into bugs, too. Hello, Mr. Mira. How are you? Why are you calling me Mira again? Because <laughs> I'm <laughs> uh, Hello, uh, Al. You are on. You're on. You're on Phoebe, which is the other podcast I do with Scott Mosier. Hey, say hello, Scott. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Oh, I'm already. This is 
already this is already happening. You're already, you're already, it's already we talking, happening. I was talking about you uh, on the podcast just by virtue of... We were talking about Tinder. And, uh, oh, God. <laughs> we were talking about that the, the guy who slings drinks just to keep a roof over his head. <laughs> I'm an actor, uh, yeah. comedian. Yeah, actor, comedian who slings drinks just to keep a roof over head. And and Scott had a Scott had a question about it, and I sort of answered it on your behalf. And then I was like, "Well, I guess we could just call her now." Okay. Oh no! <laughs> well, Matt was super disturbed by the guy's response or what he said, and maybe you were too. He said, <laughs> "I said that you shouldn't you shouldn't be having to deal with a human being who just won't say that he's a bartender or that." Uh, you know, just the, the, the phrase "slinging drinks." I really had a problem. With. <laughs> I know that upset you, but so so the thing is, like, obviously the guy does it because he's like, in his mind, in a way to appear more attractive to you. Just saying, he, he needs to to add the color of like, well, I'm an actor, comedian, or he doesn't care. He's just so into himself. He's just like, I cannot portray. He can't portray himself as just a bartender, right? Yeah. Like that. That is obviously what's happening. But if he did, if he was just like, like, what do you do? And he was like, oh, I'm a bar, you know, I'm a bartender. Obviously, he doesn't say slinging drinks because Matt would still be mad yeah. if he did that. Okay. If he just um, said he was a bartender, would you have kept talking um, to him? Yeah. Okay. This is well, first off. This is adorable. That like, so you just you think the worst thing a guy in LA can do is like kind of lie about his job. <laughs> <laughs> like that's so cute that you guys are that naive that that's offensive to you because it goes way deeper so much um it happens but um oh my god um but the um if he had said he was a bartender I would think oh you're a career alcoholic so Uh, the the fact that he's embarrassed by his own choices at least leads me to believe that he has some kind of conscience about it interesting yeah I think if because there are guys who are who every picture is them with a drink and they're like, I like fast times and whiskey. And you're like, do you like anything else? And you're like, no. Whoa. So the fact that he's at least ashamed of himself gives me hope. <laughs> So in your so so we had it all wrong. Like for you, yeah, it was yeah. a it was a positive response, even though you chose to not talk to him again, anyways. <laughs> well, no, I, I I blocked I him for her. I blocked you. Yeah, you blocked him. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't. That thing is now my Tinder is just now like a a dusty box of lost dreams. Like I don't <laughs> even use it because it's all sad. But, um, Would you yeah. let me ask you the following uh, question? Did it now. start as like a a a a, a very flowery box of of hopes it was it was like a it was a box of of promising butterflies the first night i tried it because i think what they do is they front load it with really hot guys who are probably bots who respond to you so you're like look at all these hot amazing guys and then quickly like on day two it turns into a lot of balding uh actor writer bartenders (laughs) real quick or you know what i find on there so much in los angeles so many um just a lot of, like, directors who are editors, for real. Do you know what I mean? Just, like, say you're an editor, but, like, they're all filmmakers. Everyone's a filmmaker. And I'm, That's the true. weirdest part about filmmaker is I look at that and I'm like, I'm like, okay, you still have things you want to do, but also, how many M's should filmmaker have? I think it should be two words that, with two M's, or, you know what I mean? Or is it, like, anyway. <laughs> filmmaker. Like, yeah, there's, but there's a lot 
lot of guys with dreams and roommates on that thing. Dreams and roommates. Yeah. <laughs> dreams and roommates. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Ali, I have a, I have is a, it regional? Have you ever like? No, tried? it's local. It's like you can set a you can set a distance. It would be really interesting yeah. to me to go to like Phoenix. Yeah, oh yeah, you can do that. Turn on your Tinder. Like a, you would have to. You'd have to be okay with the fact that you're a traveling whore to do that. Like if I'm in Phoenix, I'd rather see like sagebrush than some fucking ugly guy's face who's gonna like make me pay for half the drink. Ah no, they can't do that. Is that a no, thing that happens? Oh, that's you, you bullshit. Know, you, you, you found love in a hopeless place, and I think that that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> is that a song? But it is now. It is. Allie just wrote it. Yeah. No, it's a Rihanna song. Don't worry about it. But, um, <laughs> but no, but I mean, I, but I also am not, I'm also putting a lot of responsibility on, like, I am not putting in the time that it takes. There are fabulous people on it. Yeah. I am just too bad and discouraged to look for them. Let me and, let me ask you the following question. Okay. Would, yeah. would you would you care to come on a very special episode of Phoebe, <laughs> where Scott and I will throughout mm. the episode sift through your Tinder and mm. and and help you? We are two successful yeah. middle aged men. Oh, you're not middle aged. I feel middle aged. I, I, oh, I'm gonna die. I at am middle aged. Scott's gonna die at eighty four. It's gonna be great. I'm, I'm forty three, so I am. Okay, yeah. Yes, I would let you do this because I take full responsibility for not putting in the the effort. I'm like, I haven't gotten my tax refund. And it's like, have you filed your taxes? And you're like, no. So it's my problem. Like, I <laughs> so you treat I Tinder, you treat your love life like your taxes? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So, and I don't, and I'm scared of taxes. I'm scared of making a mistake. It's confusing. And if you're like, I love numbers, then I'm, I'll hand you my phone and you can find, find me a, a great dude. Because I'm sure they're out there. I'm just like... I think once you go on enough dates that are like, uh, that are total, like, from the get-go boner killers, you just, you can't go on anymore because it's just silly. So I'm not putting in any effort. I'm a real shit. Well, <laughs> well I'm going to extend the offer. Scott and I will gladly put the effort forth for you. <laughs> and we'll do your taxes. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, we'll Thank do your you. taxes, too. That'll be a separate episode, the tax episode. Yeah. Uh, we're going to just crunch it. some numbers on the, <laughs> on the podcast, and uh, we're going to make it happen. Yeah. But yeah, uh, you can definitely do that. I actually would. I actually would propose that we do the Tinder. We do. We focus on your love life, yeah. and we pay a guy to sit off to the side, doing the your whole taxes time, doing your taxes. Uh, Allie, we're gonna we're gonna really get your life together. Uh, um, thank you. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what you're doing next weekend, but uh, we might do it then. I was gonna say I might go to the Ren Fair, which is all which is all of my problems laid out there for you. <laughs> oh no no no! Listen, whatever day you're going to the Ren Fair, I'll go too. But the other day we'll go, we'll do the podcast, and we'll make this happen. No. If you guys could sift through submissions, I would really appreciate that. Thank you for asking my opinion. I'm glad I could clear that up. Well, thank you for um, being on Phoebe as our as our second guest ever. Yeah. Hey, remember, tip your actor, waiter, or writer as well. <laughs> uh, Allie, would you like, since you're actually on the podcast, would you like to plug anything right now? Um, Allie in Georgia, talk at, at Allie in Georgia on Twitter. Um, I'm at Allie Ward on everything, and I'm on Tinder as Cornbag69 uh, <laughs> is my name on it. Um, don't find me on Tinder, please, but um, but find me everywhere else. Great. Uh, thanks for being on the podcast, Allie. We're gonna get we're gonna get back to answering questions from Twitter. Do it. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.
She, uh, she's one of my favorite people. She cracks me up. She's very funny. That she's, was great. It's like that's our fe- It's the a, first female voice. Yeah, the first female theme voice. Yeah, I believe. I mean, I think Craig's kind of girly. Don't say shit about. <laughs> somebody asked how Craig was. That was somebody's <laughs> question on Twitter. I don't know. I have to say that Craig's been busy, so yeah. I think that's why he's not paying as much attention to me right now. Craig's that been, he's very busy. Craig's been in Atlanta shooting uh, his show. Yes, um, but you know, hopefully, be I'm, be, I'm understanding. I, I, I know he's busy. I really, uh, I really thoroughly enjoyed the third person perspective on Tinder. I did, because I was like, I thought that guy was, I mean, obviously we had no, you were, you, you took that guy as being the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. And, and in her mind, he's floating he's like, near the, yeah. floating on the surface. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's risen above all of the, uh, all the bullshit. I, that's really crazy. Tinder's weird. It's very weird to say that, I mean, the idea that you get points for, for well, get points. openly showing shame. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From her, sure. <laughs> yeah. She's she's so aware that you should have shame. Like, I mean, that's such a welcome change from the normal people that she probably encounters. On like, Tinder. Yeah. Like, oh, this gentleman is is self-aware enough. To be like, yeah. I know that this is... Uh, I got it. Yeah. I've never done it. I went on for uh, two days. That's all I needed. That's all you needed? Yeah. You just blazed through In it. In and out. Was there anything weird... Do you have any weird? Did anybody submit to you or? or well, yeah. I mean, works. I had a bunch of I had a bunch of matches, but I only messaged one person, and that was that was fine. It worked out. It was great. Gotcha. Yeah. So you you technically can endorse. I could. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You can endorse the product. I'd be like, hey, it was a good job. Good job by you, Tinder. But I've just since deleted my profile, and uh, because that's not because because you got what you wanted. Yeah, I don't need it. I don't need Tinder anymore. No. Also, I was only going to be on it for a week and then get rid of it because it feels, it feels awful. Just like judging people like that, like just swiping your thumb, like no, no. As yes. opposed to because there's a physical action attached. To yeah. It. As opposed action. to just doing it, sitting in a bar. Yeah. Exactly. And mentally doing yeah. it, yeah. where it's like yeah. nobody can. It's like now you're physically interacting with people. Yeah. Sort it, of. That is exactly what it is because it's it's you just feel I. Like after like doing it for like ten minutes or fifteen minutes, I'd feel like ugh, I feel. And it's constant. It's concentrated dis dismissiveness. Do you want to see the score of the <laughs> Bruins game right now, or would you like to wait to get home? No, I, I don't tape stuff. I have to watch. I, I can. Uh, only, it's Bruins, hockey season. Which Bruins is, are up two zero in the first. Oh, it's hockey season, which I'm very excited about. Hockey playoffs. Yeah, let's go to a Kings playoff. Fucking dynamite. Well, we better hurry up because yeah. they got their ass whooped by San Jose. Um, well, then. I don't know if they're in L.A., though. I think they're in San Jose. So Wait, we can't drive? We're men. Um, To San Jose? Yeah. I, uh, my wife's birthday's coming up. It'll be tough. <sighs> I'm going, going to Chile. Going to Chile. I know, but like, I got parties uh, and like, so all this parties. stuff to do. So sick of your fucking shit, Scott. Your so bullshit parties. Sick of your shit. We're almost, we're almost, we're almost wrapping up. So we should probably do some fee breeds. Fee breeds. Uh, what have you been reading, Scott? I read uh, American Gods by Neil Gaiman. I know that that's You've been out read for a that while. So many times. No, I've never read it before. Oh, what was the one of his that you had just Ocean, reread? Ocean at the End of the Lane. Great. Uh, I read American Gods. Uh-huh. I. 
based on my Santa Fe trip, I started, I'm almost through the first book of Game of Thrones. Oh, wow. Which is very good. When did you start it? I started, I'm 500 pages in. I started a week ago. Okay. All right. That's very interesting. Well, once I got to Santa Fe, I actually actually stopped once I got to Santa Fe. I didn't really read when I was there. Wow. Real good clip by you. I can read. Yeah. Uh, What am I reading right now? Uh, Still finishing up uh, talking to girls about Duran Duran, the Rob Sheffield book. You know, Rob Sheffield, the Rolling Stone writer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been going through that one. That's a really good book. Uh, I just read Space Chronicles by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, yeah? How's that? It's good. It talks about uh, sort of uh, the human's history with, like, manned space missions and and the space program, stuff like that. Nice. Just sort of the bullshit of us not having a space program really right now. And especially, think about this. We have to, like... We gotta ask Russia to fly our guys up to our space station. If we want to go manned. If we want to go If we want unmanned... There's SpaceX, which yeah. just launched. They just launched uh, like last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, though. Like Russia, probably probably not gonna be very friendly with Russia. Right. I now. know it's a big thing to think about. Which you know? is just like so we have we no. Gonna, we can't even get the. Can we get the guy down? We um, can't get the guy down. We're fucked up. What the fuck? Well, I mean, I don't know. People who think we're going to invade Russia or fucking get into a war with Russia oh, God, because no. of what's happening in the Ukraine. I mean, no. people could say whatever they want, but it's like, that's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Uh, and not only because we can't go to because we can't get guys to space. And as a special treat. Okay. Since we are, since we're back, we're back, we're back at the house. We're back at the feed. I have my Chuck Klosterman uh, hypotheticals. The, the old hypotheticals, school. old school Phoebe right now. All right. Here we go. This one is called Homeless Boulevard. Okay. All right. I'm gonna ask. This is. I'm gonna propose a, a hypothetical situation to Scott. Scott's gonna reply. We'll probably both answer. I haven't read this before. And here we go. You encounter a boulevard filled with homeless people, homeless waste, and dried blood. There are so at least downtown Los Angeles. Yes, essentially Skid Row. There are at least 50 people lying in the street. Men, women, and teenagers. It's the middle of the summer, and none of them have bathed in weeks. A few are crackheads, most are intoxicated. A handful are mentally insane. All are hungry and desperate. Suddenly, you are granted an incredible capability. If you have unprotected intercourse with any of these individuals, right then and there, immediately on the sidewalk, in public, you will end worldwide homelessness forever. Within five years, no one will ever be homeless again. And everyone will know it was because of your selflessness. However... If you elect not to do this, no one will ever know you had this opportunity, and you will not be held accountable for choosing to do nothing. Do you do this? You can select the homeless person you will have sex with. Whoa. Well, here's a... So, so all of a sudden, you're in Skid Row. You're on... You're on uh, I, I'm, dri- you're I'm on driving somewhere, and then like uh, something pops up and goes like, Hey, man, listen. Anybody. Scotty. I gotta tell you. You fuck any of these people over here. Within five years, homelessness is done. And if you do it, everyone's going to know homelessness is done because you fucked one of these people. I mean, that to me, that doesn't bother me. Like, I mean, sure, it'd be like awkward to be on Katie Kirk. Yeah, but it'd also be awkward to like have that conversation with Alex. Yeah, but I, I, I even feel then it's like, I would be like, you have to, 
you have to look at the the upside. <laughs> so All right. you, you give the old Spock argument: the needs yeah, of the many, many versus the needs of the few. I mean, come on! It's not one. even the needs of anybody. Yeah, I mean, no, it's like no, it doesn't. Right? It's not even my needs. Yeah. And I mean, look, if you can, I mean, the real test, the real test to me is like, can you? Can I get an erection? Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, my my mind goes to like, even if I want to, like. How do I? How do I? Like, how do how do I do this? Like, do I fucking put my do I like I watch a porno yeah. on yeah, my yeah. phone? Yeah. Like, I don't even have the screen too small. Yeah, bring my iPad. Yeah, maybe, well, maybe you bring your iPad. I'm, in, I'm on board. I'm on board. <laughs> do you my iPad with headphones? Do you like select? How do you select? So here, like, here's here's my concerns yeah. that are going through my head. I'm yeah. immediately like, how do I get an erection? Yeah. I'm immediately looking through the through the ladies. Mm-hmm. Sure. And going like, who you know. The smell is like, look, you can shove broken cigarettes up your nose. I saw that in a movie once for war. Like, Thin Red Line, they do yeah, that. Yeah, you break sure. cigarettes just to come up your nose. You know, like, I can get through the smell. The the one thing that's... The erection part, I'm sure I could fix. Like I said, like, just sit and watch a porno or do whatever. Read yeah. erotic literature. Erotic literature, sure. <laughs> yeah, that'll get you going. Whatever. <laughs> Disease. Okay. Yeah, this yeah, is the yeah, one. This yeah. is this is the thing where I'm like, if I go get fucking, if I get an STD or if I get some fucking gross disease, and then I give it to Alex, then I am in trouble. Right. Regardless. Right. right. Then you can never forgive yourself. Then it's really hard. So the question becomes, how much? How? What is the is the clock ticking? Where it's like, I guess the clock is the clock ticking. Where it's, it's like, yeah, I think it's sort you got to like, fuck, you gotta do fuck it right now. There, you got to pick somebody. Fuck them. Here's the other thing, too. You have to, like... I'm assuming you have to, like, get... You can't just rape somebody. You have oh, to get their money, permission. Drugs, so you're saying, like, food. oh, here's a, here's yeah, a, yeah. here's $300. Which I mean, I assume you'd find somebody that's, like... You know, I don't know if you've ever had sex with somebody for money or drugs. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, like, sure. Consider this one of those yeah, opportunities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's consensual, but... Uh, it would be consensual. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have time to fucking romance somebody. Well, maybe you just tell them. I'd be like, you smell better than everybody else. I'm not saying you smell good, <laughs> but you smell better than that's the, the an, guy up the street. That's an interesting question. I don't know. It really depends on who's there. You would just kind of like, dry, you'd like, like slow cruise yeah, the fucking like, skid row and be like, what's up? What's up? Oh, no. No. No, 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 no. No, pustules. No. Does it like... And also, this has, has, has to be full. It has to be sexual intercourse. It can't be like that. I think I assume they're saying penetration. Yeah. No one will ever be homeless again, and everyone will know it was because of your selflessness. I don't like the fact. I can't. I go behind a dumpster. No, you got to do it in public. I mean, that's in public. That's the problem, right? A dumpster well, is in public, but you got to do it in full view of everybody. Well, it doesn't say that. It says in public. What I'm saying is, you have to do it in full view. Of All right. Well, I'm. Uh, so your answer is you're gonna do it. We gotta do it. I we think we would both do it. I would probably do, we'd oh, both that would do be it. hard. We'd both do it. It better be hard. I, I mean, I would just I would go get shots immediately. Yeah, sure. I would just wash and yeah. You probably take Plan B. Sterilize. I would Plan just... B for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's in me, but kill it. Uh, all right, this is the last and fi- final final question here. This is called uh, Forever 75. Okay. Celebrate your 75th birthday in good health. As far as you can tell, you're a spry, relatively normal 75-year-old. 
And this condition does not seem to change over time. When you celebrate your 80th birthday, you look and feel exactly as you did on your 75th. When you hit your 90th, you still look and feel 75. On your 100th birthday, you realize that most of your friends are now dead or dying. Excuse me. But physically, you were the same independent person you were 25 years ago. You hit age 110 with the same results. Wow. Every year, you're celebrating a new birthday without physically evolving beyond the age of 75. Doctors have no explanation for this inexplicable stasis. How old would you have to be before you would seriously start to believe that you are immortal? What age would it be where I'm like... So you're 110 right now in this scenario, and you and you look 75. You feel 75. Well, you have to. I mean, to me, like, by the time I hit 100, yeah. I'm already thinking something's up. If, if you're feeling... Phys- like, really, though, like, the immortalness of it. Like, so right now, like... I'd you know, say where I'd say like to to get to the point where I really sat down with well most people would be dead so I'd have yeah. to sit down with somebody new yeah it'd be I mean if if you were fine with me keeping feet going yeah no I'd like I'd like you to keep it going Scott. if 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 I was just continuing to live and you had gone from yeah you, you know you'd gone senile yeah. and then just died of natural causes I'm yeah. giving you that opportunity thank you, thank you. I appreciate and that. then I'm like well what am I going to do now um. I would say that, like, by the time I would feel like I could really declare that I was possibly immortal. Yes. 150. 150. That's what you're going for? Yeah. You know, Cause that's, then not, I've, cause that's it, not, because then you're like, you've, you've really outlived everybody. Yeah. Then you're like, holy shit. Also, well, that's like you would have had to go back to work at some point. You can't afford to be living. Your retirement is not going to be... Well, I, what do I have to do? I fucking go up in supermarkets and stuff. <laughs> the oldest man alive. At a, certain point, at a certain point, you're the oldest man alive forever. Oh, that's true. At a certain point, I'm trading... No I'm one's just, catching up. Yeah. Yeah, I could just, like... How to live to be 120 books. I mean, I'm fucking... <laughs> I'm, I'm richer than I've ever been. I'm, I'm capitalizing on it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no... So income is no longer an issue. No, you're fine. I would say, yeah, I'm fine. And this is this is this you this you decided at 150. You're years. the guest of everything. I'm on fucking America's Got Talent because they're yeah. like the oldest man alive. That's my next door neighbor. Um, but at 150, here the big thing becomes like almost like so many people have like not only my peers but like yeah. really young people like even my friends' kids would be gone. By yeah. Yeah, but then your friend's kids' kids will be around. That's true, but that would be crazy. People. That's where you're almost like 150 to me is like, I mean, at 140, everyone's like, holy fuck. But at 150, you're just like, I'm 150 years old. Like, And if I look exactly the same, I'm like, there's no denying that something's going on. There's no denying that I might live forever. Let me ask you the following question. Do you at any point try to kill yourself? I don't know. I think I would have to... Like, around 150 is yeah. when I would start being <laughs> like, well, how long hey. do I really want to do this? And it would depend on what was going on in the world, too. I mean, if the world was like... If I'd fuck... If you'd fuck somebody or I'd fuck somebody in homelessness, like, I might be more into staying around. Yeah, sure. Things are obviously... Yeah. Things are obviously better. Maybe that's the disease you got. Oh. From fucking a homeless person. I fucked somebody with a... Homeless people could be 300 years old. We don't know. No one knows. Because they fuck each other. No one talks to them. <laughs> How old are you? No, even if you ask them, they're like, 400 years old! You're like, yeah, right. You're drunk. 
No, fuck it. No one ever believes me. I'm 450 years old. I've been homeless. This guy. I've been homeless since the, since the Pilgrims came. I was on the boat. God, please kill me. I didn't me. build a house. Kill me. My house burned down. I got the fire I'm not homeless. I'm a mortal. This is what we yeah. look like. And you're just like... And then, and then whoever he fucked... So there could be a race of immortals. Yeah. Just pushing shopping they just carts. they look like homeless people. Yeah. Wow. Maybe that's what happened to me. Scott, this is incredible stuff. Because I would be like, maybe that's what happens. Like at 150, they're like, what are you doing? You're like, I'm like, I'm tired of opening supermarkets. You don't understand what it means to be immortal. You don't understand. When there's no, when, when you take the, when you take that string of your life that has a beginning and an end, and it just goes on and on and on and on. A ball of twine that just continues to unroll and unravel before me. And when I look at it, it makes me homeless and crazy. <laughs> this <laughs> Wow, maybe we just figured it out. Yeah. We've just figured out the homeless population. We don't know how to solve it. We just know We that could go ask them or we're not going to. Well, we could ask them, but they're not going to answer us. They're going to answer us only in the language that they understand. And if they answer us, everyone will just think they're crazy. Yeah. Even though we could say, like, you can't say he's not 400. What if they're trapped in some sort of different temporal dimension or temporal rift, right? And when they're talking to nobody, they're not schizophrenic. They're just simply seeing someone that's there that, that, in a different that, time period. That, that, that's a possibility. I've heard, like, people bring... I've heard that, where it's like they're basically talking to somebody who's there. Yeah. That they have a third eye, perhaps, almost. Interesting. It could be true, or or it could absolutely not be true. true. <laughs> and we should just give money to good causes and yeah. try and help homeless people, not by fucking them. And, yeah, unless <laughs> unless somebody unless someone visits you and says, hey, "Listen, if you yeah, someone from another planet's just like, I want to watch yeah. you fuck a homeless person. Yeah. And the moment you do it, I will I fix homeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name is Glorlieb. Glorlieb. <laughs> Glorlieb. <laughs> Glorlieb from the planet want to watch you fuck. Ooh. Ooh. Good planet. Uh, Scott, we did it. We did it. We did a feeb. Uh, and in, we will do it again. In the uh, Or I shouldn't say that. No, we should do it next Sunday. I'm here. Here. We'll have Allie come. Okay. We'll fix Tinder for her. I'm ready. Uh, for Scott Mosier, I'm Matt Myra. And the words of... The greatest actors of our generation, Mr. Mark Wahlberg. DW and, and fucking MW. MDW. Make it rain. <laughs> the end. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.